Hello everyone and welcome back to the self-love book podcast. I am so excited to share with you guys this episode that I did with Ricky from High Vibes Life Coaching. So in today's episode we're going to be talking about our spiritual awakenings and how it's kind of changed our lives from then on. Um, I really enjoyed recording with her so much and I just want to let you guys know that this is a good one. And also for some reason there was an issue with the audio overlapping in some parts so I just want to say that we weren't talking over each other on purpose but for some reason the audio just has a mind of its own. Um, This has happened before when I recorded with another guest so it might just be the way the audio merges when it gets saved but I'm not too sure so I'm sorry about that but regardless I hope you really enjoy this episode because it was so amazing to record with Ricky. So without further ado, here's the episode and I hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Self Love Book Podcast. On today's episode, I have Ricky from High Vibes Life Coaching joining me today. So welcome, Ricky. Thank you so much for having me. It's so amazing to be here today. I'm honestly so, so excited for this conversation. So, And you're calling from Australia, is that right? I am. I am in currently Cairns in sunny Queensland, which is at the top of Australia. Beautiful. The sun is out and I'm actually loving it. So it's amazing. That's so awesome. And it's, is it summertime over there right now? It is. So it's currently hitting nearly like 35 degrees Holy. here. So it's, yeah, <laughs> it's warm, but it's lovely. Honestly, I'm in between two beautiful mountains. The birds are singing and yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. I can't complain. I literally am in paradise. Yeah, I, I, I would I would switch places with you. I'm in like cold <laughs> Canada. It's raining and it's not very oh, nice. But I'm yeah. sure there's beautiful parts in both of the both countries and both places. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it'd be great to start off just by introducing yourself and what you do. Um, I know you are a spiritual life coach. If you want to explain a little bit more about what that means and how you got into that. Yeah, beautiful. Um, so yeah, I am Ricky. I am a spiritual life coach over at high vibes life coaching over here in Australia. I work with women, particularly all over the world. Um, so what is a spiritual life coach? Oh, so many people ask me that. Um, it's, I'm literally a person who is helping women in particular who are lost. Um, I know I was one of those women who I always knew throughout my entire life that there was so much more to life. Um, I kind of felt not necessarily a victim of my circumstances, but I definitely felt kind of disappointed with my circumstances and I wanted change. Mm-hmm. Um, so a bit of my background about how I got to where I am. So I um, spent seven years in the Australian army um, in the military over here. And I joined as an 18 year old woman, if you can call me that at 18, <laughs> I was so excited. I was a combat soldier. I loved it. My dad was in the military as well. Um, wow. but what I really found was that when I joined, I, I was lost. Um, I was, I was chasing an identity that wasn't actually me. Um, I wanted to, you know, I was, I was people pleasing. I was trying to do all these things for my dad and my family. Mm-hmm. Um, I had actually just had um, my boyfriend at the time had actually just passed away suddenly from cancer as well. Um, oh my God. Yeah, which I'm was so sorry. No, thank you, but it, it was challenging. But God, it was it made me strong, and right. 
And so I had all this change and I had all this identity um, kind of stuff going on. And, and over the years, I've just have had wins and losses. Um, and I ended up at the end of my military career, I ended up as an um, army recruit instructor. So that I was literally the first person that the recruit saw off coming from civil, like um, being a civilian, sorry. Mm-hmm. And I trained them and I actually worked with our Indigenous and Aboriginal, um, Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander recruits. So they're the recruits that may have had a bit of a, a rough childhood, maybe lacked mm-hmm. the education, um, needed some character building. And these kids, oh my God, they were phenomenal. Um, some of them have been through hell and back and, and what I could give them was um, guidance in how to be a good human, be a good soldier and make it, turn their life around. And I also worked with um, women in the they, – they were the women in the course that hadn't just yet met the fitness requirements for the military. So we mm-hmm. had a platoon for those women and we trained those. And they weren't my recruits, mind you. <laughs> I mm-hmm. used to sneak upstairs and I used to motivate them. <laughs> and I, I used to call them into the hallway and, and get them really pumped up and talk about their limiting beliefs and where they are in life and what they've been through and how they can use all that to literally guide them into where they want to go. Um, mm-hmm. So so that was where I ended in my military career. My husband and I um, had enough. We were both serving. Um, we just kind of, that chapter was ending. Um, COVID really mixed things up. So then I made the jump and I discharged with my, my husband and my, we have a daughter. And mm-hmm. um, while, sorry, I should have mentioned, whilst I was um, in the military, I studied a Bachelor of Psychology as well. Um, yeah, which I'm on the back end of. So I only have a few more units to go and then I have that. Um, so this is like really was when I was finding my identity and Mm -hmm. then I jumped, made a massive, scary leap of faith. And Mm -hmm. here I am now. Um, I am an entrepreneur. I own, um, multiple businesses. Um, and one of those businesses, my most passionate one is, is my life coaching. Um, Mm -hmm. and the spirituality side of it was, I always really was asking why and, and there's got to be more. And then I really started realizing I was actually a spiritual woman as much as I used to, you know, curse religion or curse anything. Cause I was like, I just didn't, wasn't raised that way. And then I realized, mm-hmm. okay, I am a, I am one of those people <laughs> <laughs> believe in the power of the universe and the power mm-hmm. of thought and, and that we attract what we give out and so much more to it. And really this life is a miracle life. We only have one life. So now I help women stop living in the past and stop living in the future and, and really just live in the now and, and create the life of their dreams, really. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, I just want to, like, commend you on everything you've done so far. I think that is incredible. Thank you. Like, you have you have accomplished so much. You have done so much, and you have served so for so many people, and you just continue to make strides for yourself, and, like, you are just a boss lady. Thank you. Know? you. <laughs> like, I love that, and, and I just... Like I was just nodding along, like this is like this is great. <laughs> Thank you so That's much. So amazing, yeah. Like I feel like I relate to you in um, when you were saying how um, you know you were never thought you would kind of be like this kind of spiritual yeah. person. Um, I know we were talking earlier about kind of maybe we would talk about spiritual awakenings. Yeah. Um, like for me, I was same as you. I never was a spiritual person. I 
didn't really, I, I was not, I'm, I didn't grow up religious. Mm. I didn't, um, you know, I didn't really believe in anything or anyone. I kind of just, <laughs> just had my own thoughts. Yeah, and then, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, for me, like, I feel like my spiritual awakening was kind of, um, well, it started when I went through like a really, really bad breakup Mm -hmm. and it sent me into like such a deep depression and I was literally not even functioning and Mm. I and I just was sick of it like after like a few weeks I was like what am I doing why am I just laying in bed here like I'm literally just letting like the darkness consume me Mm -hmm. so that's when I kind of started like looking up you know (laughs) literally I was googling how to breathe because I was even I was just like in a state of shock and trauma and like feeling so many painful emotions and then I was like I gotta get this under control and that's when I kind of started learning about the law of attraction um, manifestation and then I went into um, you know I was looking at a lot of doing a lot of meditation and then that's when when I found inner child meditation Mm -hmm. and finding all these things and then I, I I just started to realize like I all these like negative external circumstances that I'm that I'm blaming like it like it's not it's not that that's really Mm. like affecting my life it's how I feel it's how what I'm feeling inside like my internal I feel like my internal um feelings are what is like projecting my external outcome exactly yeah totally and you you are totally right as well and especially with the inner child work that's really fascinating because you, you hit the nail on the head when you said that your thoughts and your emotions create your own external reality and those mm-hmm. thoughts and emotions are so driven by our what's called our belief systems and like our yeah. belief system our belief systems are then controlled by so much of our childhood as well mm-hmm. and like and it could be um I find it really interesting because people are like I had the most I had the the best childhood I had ec- an excellent childhood but what so many people don't realize is I like to call it eggshell skull. So like one thing that could be traumatic to someone else isn't necessarily going to be traumatic to everyone else. So it mm-hmm. could be, um, you know, you could have a horrendous traumatic event of say a murder thing or a death in the family and one person's going to react to it maybe possibly fine and then the other person, that really affects internally and then it shapes their inner world which then shapes their outer world. And if we don't look inwards we can't ever shift and change our outside world um yeah exactly and I totally agree with you with like um reaching that breaking point which is like where you then go hang on I'm done I'm done yeah Yeah. um and there has to be more because really surely life can't be all about pain and suffering like yeah that's that is horrendous there's such a it's such a beautiful world so there's got to be more to it there's got to be more that aligns with that beauty um, yeah, yes. I do agree because, and I, I was actually just talking about this with my husband before, before jumping on with you. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about, um, spiritual awakenings and I was thinking, I want, I Googled it actually. I was like, I wonder what Google says about spiritual awakenings <laughs> just out of curiosity, because I think it's really interesting how so often society can box you, put you in a little box and think that you're only doing something right if you do it like this. And yeah. spiritual awakenings do not fit in a box (laughs) yeah they are so different and I really believe like for myself they were stacking so I had moments of breakthrough moments upon breakthrough moments that built my awareness and I was Mm -hmm. like that is it I'm done I'm done with being controlled Mm -hmm. by my environment and my inner world Mm -hmm. is so much more important than my outer world Yeah. yeah 
Yeah. I I totally, yep, that's exactly it. I feel like that's when you kind of start to realize um, you are having the spiritual spiritual awakening yeah. is when you you just start becoming a lot more open to learning mm-hmm. and new ways of thinking and feeling. Like before I was just so in my in my own mm. head with my own thoughts, like only thinking about how horrible things are for me, like how many circumstances are in my way, how everything is so difficult, so expensive, like just this negative limiting belief way of thinking. Literally, yeah. And, and I was just like when I what I was learning while I was doing all this inner work was you know it all starts with you Mm -hmm. how are you going to shape your own life it starts with like how you want choose to look at things that you don't have to um you know stick with the limiting beliefs like for example money Mm. like a lot of us when we grow up we're taught you know you have to really hustle to make money money's hard to come by that kind of thing exactly yep um, we don't have to, you, we don't have to allow that to stop us from going to the next level when it comes to, you know, getting what we want in terms of our career or whatever. Do you know what I mean? hundred percent. But, and it's so fascinating because like so many people think that, okay, all right, I'm just going to think that I'm wealthy and I'm abundant and money comes easily and effortless. However, you need to do that inner work because, Mm-hmm. So how the mind is broken up, there's 95% subconscious and 5% conscious. So our inner beliefs are in the subconscious and you can't directly influence them. You need it. It needs repetition. It needs a link to emotion. It needs all these markers like on a biological and physiological level to actually yeah. shift that perspective. And that's why I say for me, it was stacking like because I had aha moments and I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay, I don't agree with that and I want more. And then like they kept building and building and then I was just like, that's it. Like I'm starting to genuinely feel it in my body and my bones that I can have more. Like the money's a really big one as well with the the spiritual awakening for myself. Like I grew up in um, more of like a poverty kind of environment. We weren't, um, we weren't, we were poor, but we weren't, we, were, we had a roof over our head and whatnot. Um, my mother was also, she's now recovered, but she was an alcoholic my entire life. And my dad mm-hmm. was in the military and fire brigade over in Australia. So he has um, PTSD as well. And he was actually um, also molested as a child. So he had so wow. much trauma. And then I grew up in that as a victim of their trauma. So then. Yeah, you internalized Yeah. It. And then so then that became my belief system of like, okay, I'm not going to be more than a minimum wage or like, you know, a, a middle class woman and, and all these things. And even when I joined the military, that was a big rock to my system because so many people around me told me I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, because they were at the same level as me, if you will, like the same demographic and socio-demographic and, and income and whatnot. I went to school with them. So they were all stuck in their limiting beliefs where I was like, no, I want more. And then especially yeah. when I was like, oh, I'm going to be a combat soldier. They were like, oh, you? And I was like, yes, me. <laughs> I was like, I oh am going to do this. And I did it. And I'm very thankful. I never deployed to a war zone. I deployed to non-war-like zones. Um, and I say that because I, I would have been a completely different person if I had of, um, and yeah. and war is not where I want to be. But yeah, like it shifts your shifts your limiting beliefs, and then once you build that awareness, I'm sure you can agree to this. That then that's when you go, okay, what more can I look at? What more can I pull apart? Um, and mm-hmm. you made a comment about um, that you realize like that you are the responsible one and you can shift and you can make a choice. And I talk about this with my clients all the time 
and I spoke about it with my recruits all the time as well in the army that no one control you but you. So it could be, it could be spiritual, it could be running, it could be fitness, it could be money, it could be career, and if it could be anything, and if you are telling yourself that you can't do something, then that's what you're going to manifest. But if you yep. tell you something, you tell yourself something that you can do it. Like so, I was working out this morning, and I was not in the best mindset for the first half of the session, and my husband and I were mm-hmm. carrying jerry cans around really heavy at four a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was oh, like, wow. God damn it, this sucks. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then like, he looked at me and he knew he was like, there's something in your head. And I was like, I can do this. I can do this. I'm strong. And then I, I smashed it and I did really well. So it's really mm-hmm. that, that awareness of being in present in the moment. And then that's mm-hmm. how that, those, those further um, deep connections to your higher self come, I guess. Like, yeah, it's, it's so true. I totally agree. I feel like also bringing it back to what you were saying about like how your peers were telling mm. you like they would they couldn't believe that you could go to join the army. It's kind of like I feel like a lot of people that are that haven't reached that point yet where they understand that there's more to life mm. than just you know what they were taught when they were yeah. growing up. Like a lot of people maybe subconsciously or not they 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 tell you you can't do it to bring you back down to their level because they feel more comfortable with you being there with them right um when when they see other people going ahead they don't they feel like oh my god I'm not there yet I need to to come down to my level Mm -hmm. I Um, totally I totally agree and I always say this um especially to my husband and like my family like if you find yourself on a path that you are receiving resistance from others on both sides, I genuinely believe you are on the right path because yeah. um, in so many times in my life, I have had, say, for even my mother or father, so I have my mother telling me to do one thing and my dad to tell me to do something else and I choose something completely different. And I find right. that that is so much more aligned with me because I'm not pleasing anyone and I'm not coming down to anyone's yeah. level. I'm actually doing what they um, what sorry, what I want and what I need in my life to to fill my energy and and to align with my desires, because so yeah. many people want to bring you down, like you said, because they're scared, they're fearful that you're doing things that they want to do, but they don't think they can do it by their limiting beliefs. Yeah, yeah it's it's this yeah. toxic cycle, and it mm-hmm. and it only takes a few moments to break it, but it's like whether you roll on with learning more and being more aware and doing the hard work. Yeah. 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 I feel like, um, no, yeah, that's so true. I, I felt like that with a few people, like even with my own family too, like I've told them like, I want to try Uh something. I want to like do something new. Like I want to start my own business. They're just like, well, like what makes you think you can do that? Like, where's the money coming from? Like, what do you, like how are you even going to sell it like do you know what I mean like it's just all these like it's so negative so you really have to you have to kind of choose who you surround yourself with and who choose who you want to tune into and listen to because it's it's so true how they say you are Mm -hmm. who you surround yourself with you just adopt the same beliefs the same lingo the Mm-hmm. the mindset like everything so even if you don't have somebody like you know super inspiring or whoever to be around like there's so many people on the internet mm-hmm. like I read a lot of books even um you know I listen to Tony mm-hmm. Robbins I do a lot of um like I listen to a whole bunch of like 
manifestation coaches out there. Like there's just like a wealth of um, um, source of information. Out I there, so. totally agree. Yeah. And so I, um, I go on what's called, well, actually I live by it. Um, like an information diet. I don't, I only allow the information I want to come into my life. And some people are like, Oh, that's really cult like, or that's really like really ignorant of you. And it's not because even when you turn the TV on this, these days, you get driven into such a sense of anxiety and, and like fear mongering. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's terrible because of this, obviously we are going through a really rough state at the moment. Um, some mm-hmm. worse, obviously worse than others, especially like over in America and, and, and third world countries yeah. and whatnot as well. And I do feel for people, but yeah. at the same time, it's getting, it's definitely getting, um, emphasized more by the media and by these things and I started to really question like why do I need to know this like if I need to know a piece of information I can go look for it um and and if like actually the other day like we're, we're actually camping at the moment which is lovely and um we were here and all of a sudden the owner of the campground came around really panicked mm-hmm. and we were like, Oh, you okay. Like what's going on? And she's like, Oh, there's a cyclone coming. You need to pack up and you need to do this. Oh, <laughs> and we were like, Oh, we didn't even like, we were oblivious. And well, thankfully like it didn't come to um, come to shore, which is very great. Like we did get a bit of weather, but um, it was just one of those mm-hmm. moments that we were just in this pure bliss moment reading our books and just, you know, just relaxed. And she was very frantic. And I always believe that if you need to know something, something will come to you as well. So, like, alerts will come to you in emergencies and stuff. Other than that, like, honestly, in my opinion, for myself and my family, I don't want my child watching this fear-mongering of how many deaths there have been and how many people are miserable and all these other things that's going on in the world because that's going to create her inner belief system that that's what the world is like and yeah the news is all exactly right and like I know that some people be like oh that's your opinion and we are all allowed to have our own opinion but realistically it is and and media these days will sell well, sorry, do stories that sell. Like they fear sells, um, you know, scarcity sells, um, all these negative emotions because we get so invested in it personally. And then like how that's related to my spiritual side and my spiritual awakenings because then if I'm in a negative state, a negative vibration, how can I look inwards? I'm going to look inwards on a negative level. So really, like you said, surrounding yourself by specific um, information, people, people that are on the same level as you, or even what I do is I really like to follow people or listen to information like podcasts or, or people who are already where I want to be because I then yes. am chasing. Like I am a coach, but I have my own coach as well. And mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. think the transformation of all this stuff ever changes, ever stops. It doesn't, you, it's constantly evolving. Um, but you're so yeah. right. Like it's, it's scary how you can get sucked into people's negativity. And then like, before you know it, you're like, Oh God, I've been in this spiral for like a couple of hours now or days or weeks or years or whatever it is. And I can have such an effect on your spirit and your like physical body. And um, it's not nice. Yeah, completely. And, and it's also like, sometimes if you like, when you try and bounce ideas off someone and then they give you like a negative um, Mm -hmm. like feedback, it's kind of like, wait, why did I ask this person about this? And like, why do I value their opinion so much? Because it's kind of like, what if I I went to my friend to ask, what do you think I should do for my business for it to become successful? But 
your friend mm. doesn't own a business your friend has no idea like don't ask you you gotta ask the right people you know what I mean if you want to be successful talk to successful exactly people. right like it's so definitely. true and like even with um like with my spiritual side with money and so like I had a really scarcity mindset because of my childhood like and I feel like and you're so right so many of us do we get told you have to hustle you have to work hard or money doesn't come easily or whatever or the rich are always going to be rich and the poor are always going to be poor and I just do not agree with that now um but it's funny yeah. because the people who teach you that are your parents and the people who taught your parents that are their parents and so on and so forth. And it's funny because in my young mm-hmm. adult years, the person who I would go to for money advice was my dad. But he was the one subconsciously and consciously teaching me these <laughs> limiting beliefs. So even when I right. um, decided to leave the military, he was, because obviously I'd been promoted and I was, I, was, I was climbing the ranks and he was very proud because he was served and he was very like, oh no, but mm-hmm. the money and the this mm-hmm. and the that. And I was like, yeah, but the potential that the world has to offer me is so much more like, and not yeah. even that, take away money. My happiness is so much more worthy and wealthy than, than what it was mm-hmm. when I was in the military. Um, and it is, it's, yeah. it, but then it, it's amazing when you do feel, uh, surround yourself with those people that do align with you because God, they make great. Like they do build you up. Yeah. And my sister is actually one of those fantastic people for that. And she's so aligned with me and I call her and I tell her something and she's like, yes, yes, you were doing it. Like, that's amazing. Um, yeah. And yeah. No, it's so important to have oh, those people in your life that that don't that don't um mm. that don't judge you first of all like for anything that comes to your mind and also yeah like it's so it's your limiting <laughs> the limiting beliefs like create your limiting exactly right. life right so it's so important to just for me I I don't even set any limitations for myself like I dream mm. the craziest things and I'm like 100%. why not you know and why because, not the the bigger you um, dream sorry yeah, the, sorry, the bigger you dream the more likely you are to make bigger action bigger action means bigger results and and the more you visualize yes. and like you would know this with the law of attraction and whatnot like the more you feel gratitude feel love and feel the emotions of being already where you want to be then your brain is actually going to look for it like it's not even, it's, it comes down yeah. yeah to the law of vibration and it totally does, but it also comes down to neural pathways in your brain. So people are like, oh, Ricky, you're really woo-woo now. You're really like this hippie. And I'm like, yeah, but I have my degree that backs me. I have all this, all this research that I read and it shows that literally with habit, repetition, your brain will change what it looks for. Instead of looking for the worst in a situation, it will look for a positive situation, which would then get you to your desires um and that's like with friends like you feel like oh I'm always surrounded by people who bring me down then you're going to keep surrounding yourself by people that bring you down because that's what you're used to but then like like if you find I want to I'm going to manifest so I'm going to find people that build me up then you find it and it is um it's it's life-changing I think and I totally agree dream big because the bigger you dream the, the bigger action the bigger results yeah 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 I feel like also um, our ego plays such a huge role in the way that we we function and think about things, right? Like um, your ego, for me, I learn now to become so Uh removed from my ego whenever I have crazy, like I know it's there to help you um, just be safe and protect you. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it does create all those worries and doubts and fears in your mind, right? So 
I feel like whenever I start to get those kind of feelings, I kind of remove myself from the thoughts and I learn to see mm-hmm. them very objectively. And then I start thinking to myself, where are these coming from? Why am I feeling this way? You know, what is happening right now that's making me feel this way? And um, how, like, is this really 100%. Surfacing? Have you read you the know? book, um, The Power of Now? Oh, it's phenomenal. So Eckhart Tolle talks about it in it and he talks about being the observer and he, being the observer mm-hmm. of your thoughts and emotions because, like, exactly what you're saying, like, if you, if you watch them from an objective standpoint, what you do then, and people are like, how do you do that? And you're like, well, we all know that there's kind of, like, two voices in us. We, we, we all have to agree. Like, there's that mm-hmm. voice that's like, hell, yeah, I want more. And then there's that mm-hmm. voice that's like, oh, mm-hmm. maybe don't do that. Like maybe because people might judge you or whatever the, the limiting beliefs or thoughts are. So there's those two, there's like the devil and the angel. That's where all these like stories have come from. And he says, mm-hmm. as soon as you take yourself away from that, he said, you then take the power away from it. And then as soon as you take the power away yeah. from it, then like you said, you have the ability to analyze it with like a non-judgmental and a neutral perspective that then, shifts into a way that serves you and that's like how your intuition and your awareness continues to grow because you're like oh there's that thought again um I you said you love Tony Robbins you watch Tony Robbins I love Tony Robbins as well and he he's phenomenal and I um have learned through him and through a few other people what I do actually with my degree and with training recruits we I did all the mindset training with the recruits and I used to teach them um to think of the inner critic which is the ego as like uh, either like a funny character or like give them a, a person. So my my little ego is Regina George, but like <laughs> Regina George, that. but like in a little girl version of me. So like the personality of Regina George in like a little yeah. scared Ricky, and I'm just like, oh Regina, like chill, take a breath. And then um, my husband and I did the new New Year New Me challenge. And um, one of the things we Tony talked about is like find your new personality, which is I call her Xena now, Xena the Princess Warrior. And I was like, I am this, you know, strong woman. And that's so that's my coach, if you will, like my inner coach. So I have the inner critic, which is Regina, the Mm -hmm. ego. And then I have my higher, higher self, um, which is now Xena, this Mm -hmm. powerful woman that can do anything she puts her mind to. And the only way you can achieve mm-hmm. those kind of separation and dis- um, dis- disassociating, sorry, is by having awareness. Um, and no, it's not mm-hmm. split personality disorder and it's not borderline personality disorder. People are like, isn't that like kind of crazy when you, you think of yourself as multiple personalities? Like, but at the end of the day, we do have multiple identities depending on our environment and situation. And, and I guess molding that into a more yeah. beneficial way for our growth is you know, for me, yeah. there's no limit on positive growth and change. Like it's, um, yeah. yeah. I feel like, no, no, you go. Yeah. Sorry, you go ahead. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting. Um, oh, I was just going to say, um, I feel like we are all actually, I mean, the whole world mm. is basically energy. So we are actually just all spiritual exactly. beings and physical bodies. Right. So I just feel like we, you know, that's why it's, I'm trying to stay here. Like, our, we are we have so mm-hmm. much power to change who we are, what we can achieve, and what we can become. Like, just through our 100%. our way of thinking, and it just 
you know, like with the law of attraction, we can draw things to us or we can repel things from our, our energy yeah. state. Like it's, we're so powerful. Like we are such. We literally are. Beings. And it's phenomenal how much like power you do realize you have once you pull those limiting beliefs away. And once you do do that in mm-hmm. like particularly in a child work and the trauma work. Um, yeah. Because you're so yeah. right. Like energy, everything is energy in this world. Like, and and it's phenomenal to think about like that you literally can attract anything in your life if you do do the work to shift your mindset and shift your thoughts which then is like you said you shift your energy um it's it is uh limitless like there's there's nothing you kind of yeah. and the the thing i find really interesting about spiritual growth is because people um think so often that to be spiritual you need to fit in a box and you need to look a certain way or act a certain way and and I do not agree with that so like I like I said seven years in the military I'm a bit of a tough uh, kind of lady I used to run in my masculine energy a lot more than my feminine but that's kind of coming back to center now Mm -hmm. which is excellent um but I there's no right or wrong there's no right way to be spiritual or not and then that's then goes into like if you just be you and like not just the superficial socially conditioned you the real you once you find it then you realize yeah. like you're literally those beliefs that is you have as a real self you can achieve and um it's, it is phenomenal to think about I, I actually get so so excited especially like last night there was um I woke up and went to the bathroom and the, the stars around the moon was out and I was just thinking about it when I was looking I was like we're all the same thing and we're the same thing like the yeah. and when people are like oh the stars and the moon the sun are you and like it, people are like no they're not and like well they are because it's energy like it's phenomenal to think about um yeah and yeah i i definitely feel more people around us in this world are, are starting to awake awaken like they're starting to really go onto that journey because they're sick of living and suffering um and yeah it's yeah. it is amazing world once you realize what you can do with it mm. exactly I just yeah, yeah I, I love it. agree more <laughs> it is and like even this like this is so yeah. nice to speak to someone and more people that are aligned with you like you I feel fuller already um rather than rather than drained yeah. if that makes uh, sense like because you're attracting in your life yeah. um more of what is aligned with you and your energy vibration and yeah it's pretty special mm-hmm. like once you accept when things don't come into your life, there's a reason for it. And when things do come into your life, there's a reason for yes. it. And just accept it is. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. everything is always happening, um, not to yes. us, but for us. I love that quote. I'm sorry. Yeah, I no, I love that, that as but it well. wasn't me. <laughs> and and once you do shift quote. your mindset yeah. to that, you're not a, not a victim in this world. You are actually a creator. And you start living in a creational state rather than a survival state. It's, uh, it's phenomenal. But, again, yeah. like that spiritual awakening, you have to start to build awareness. Like that's how you continue to grow is watching your thoughts, being the observer, you know, allowing what's, what is serving you to stay in your life and letting go of those things that aren't serving you and continuing to just move forward. Yeah. yeah. It's, it is a roller coaster though. And I'm yeah. sure you can testify to that as well. <laughs> like, 
Oh, yeah. When I first started doing like all my inner work and then I did the, my inner child work, that was so it was so hard to go through that because mm. you really have to dig deep and just think about like really like what you've gone through. And you have to you have to take accountability for like how yeah, you are yeah, choosing to 100%. do your life. You know what I mean? Like one of the biggest things I learned was actually circumstances don't matter. Circumstances exactly only right. matter if you allow them to matter right you can control actually everything that comes at you like if something unexpectedly happens to you that's not necessarily positive like it's your it's your duty to kind of work through that and figure out how to make it work like you don't if something negative happens to you you don't just say oh my like I give up you know what I mean like of course this is this is happening to me like you get into that negative mindset then you're letting your then letting it control yeah well you, you go into that state of victimhood anymore. like you become the victim and then that's when life is happening to yeah. you not for you and it's so true and it's really kind of scary in this world though because we have so much more access to technology and, and things are becoming easier what I'm finding as a coach and even mm-hmm. with the military and whatnot with the younger generations kind of coming through is that we so many people expect that it will be a band-aid fix. So if I read this book, I'll feel better and I'll fix myself. If I go to, to a psychologist, I'll feel better. If I do this, like one little thing, it's going to just fix everything. But it's not. Like it's, it is that repetition of, of growing. And yeah, and it's like continual learning. I, I a post on my Instagram the, the other day and saying like it's commitment. A decision needs to be made to, to choose your own life and it needs to be committed to. Like you need to commit to it but and, and it. not just like a all okay I'll kind of commit to it so I use the example of like I wake up early and what was happening was I was waking up I set my alarm for four and then I was kind of like oh snooze a little bit and I'd wake up you know at four fifteen, four twenty, and then I was sick of it I was like no if I say I'm waking up at four I'm not going to cheat on myself I'm going to wake up at four and so then because mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're training your brain to accept you know wishy-washy kind of decisions whereas if you just start to make decisions to live your best life whatever it may be because everyone's life will be different and that's where the law of attraction is so amazing because not everyone is going to want to attract the same things in their life so that's why there's an abundance in this world because we're all unique and we're all different but yet we're all connected and the same um and yeah once that decision is made the work needs to be done and and changing from that victimhood to like in control then that's that's when everything happens for you oh and not even it happens for you but you're creating it like yeah it's phenomenal yeah exactly exactly yeah I think that um what you were saying about how you like you were like I'm I'm waking up at first I'm waking up later (laughs) that kind of thing like yes yes, you have to set your intentions right so I every single day now I've been doing like instead of a to-do list I write to Mm, I I write to manifest or I write intentions for the day because then it becomes more of like uh you know I'm declaring this is going to happen and I'm not I'm not Mm -hmm. like oh yeah I kind of have to do that maybe I won't I'll try and get around yeah that's amazing and um yeah like yeah this this year to like um for new year's i didn't do like new year's resolutions because i like what is yeah what what are you resolving here right (laughs) i like did i did my new year's intentions so i wrote down everything that i i intend to happen this year and i put it in a jar and at the end of the year i'm going to read it all and see that i made everything come true and then also like when i'm feeling down or 
anything like I I'll like just pick one and read it and just be like listen like this is what you said 100 and realign with it, it like we, to- <laughs> we totally go off course sometimes and that's when like like what we we're talking about earlier about yeah. being influenced by things around us that's likely when that happens is like we can be influenced by other people's opinions or thoughts or the news or environment whatever and then when we do bring ourselves back to center mm-hmm. it's like when you're meditating you your thoughts go off and then you bring yourself back to your breath you know and that's the whole center that's alignment and that's yeah. what it is like there's i you know i don't know how many people there would be that just constantly have a state of presence with no worries and anxiety because i do think there's a degree of human um evolution in us as people that we are so conditioned to be in that survival mode now but once we do yeah bring ourselves back to alignment i do the same thing i did the exact same thing that you did i was sick of writing to-do lists and i started writing um uh, my intentions for today are and I write them out because I was like, you're so right. You're like, right. oh, yeah, I, I want to do it if I get time. Like, oh, you know, I've done too much today, so that's fine. Yeah. And also I don't write big to-do lists because I feel like if I'm forcing it, it's not meant to be a thing. I'm not in creation. I'm in hustle mode and yeah. I don't, I don't want to be in hustle mode. It needs to be fun yes. and flowy and in that feminine energy. Yeah. yeah. So it is, it is yes. really that shift. Like one, and that's an awareness again. You became aware of it not being effective and serving you in that way of having a to-do list so you shifted and you pivoted into a more aligned way I love it yeah I love it yeah (laughs) yeah and and I've been like with meditation like I Mm. I had no idea like I before when I didn't have like my spiritual awakening I like viewed meditation not like in a negative light but I just thought you know yeah, like, yeah. It was, like people who did yoga <laughs> would meditate or people like you know extremely spiritual yeah. people or like monks you know what I mean but man meditation has changed 100%. my life it is so I love it it makes me feel so good so grounded and I love mm-hmm. going for walks now like in nature like, I'm lucky oh, to have, like, this huge giant forest, like, right by my house that I like to go in whenever the weather's nice. And I feel so, like, just grounded and connected to Earth and, like, so thankful mm-hmm. that I'm alive. I have, like, a presence on Earth. Like, just feeling so mm-hmm. much gratitude for I the simple totally things, agree. like, fresh air. And that's you know it. what and I mean? Like, like, surrounding yourself in nature. And that's not even, like, a – like, people have been saying it for thousands of years, longer even – and that where you surround yourself in nature and you feel better. But like now there's evidence coming out saying like you spend X amount of time. Like I read one that was 10 minutes in, um, in nature a week and you have increased your, um, your positive feelings and lowered the levels of like cortisol, which is your stress hormone and all these other things related to depression. So like now there's evidence that's showing on a physiological and mm-hmm. biological level that this is right. So all the like, all those monks and hippies are like, I told you so. <laughs> like, really good for you. And <laughs> I totally, totally agree because what I find my um, husband and I were having a bit of a moment last night as well when we, we were a little bit getting a little bit stressed and we looked up and looked at the stars and laid down and actually just like watched the stars. And he made a comment to me and he's like, it, it's just moments like this that make you realize that we are so small and our, and that not in a bad way, but in a way that goes all of our worries and all of our frustrations are so small. And that we're so grateful that we're part of this amazing universe. Like it's phenomenal. 
yeah so abundant and I totally agree meditating like I did the same thing I was like oh that's kind of not for me like here I was military really tough in this I was like I'm not gonna do that and then I started doing I was like oh oh I I really like Mm. this (laughs) I was like yeah (laughs) you get so in tune with your emotions and you just feel like you can Mm -hmm. release so much off of your chest or in your mind like clear it up and yes it helps me sleep so much too like I often find when I meditate I (laughs) fall asleep so that's why I do it like right before bed now so then like I know for sure (laughs) Because sometimes I was trying to do it in the middle. But no, of the that's day and, and I but that's fine. Like I think that's fine because it's it's your body going into a pure re- like relax relaxing. Like yeah, it's amazing. Um, they also say as well like mm-hmm. the best times to meditate are in the morning and at night, just before. So just after you wake up and just before you go to sleep, because it's when you're most likely to change the brain waves that you're currently in. So we currently run. Do you know much about meditating and the science behind of it? So, um, so we, we usually no. run on beta brainwaves um, and that's just kind of every day and there's, there's different ranges within mm-hmm. the beta. But the goal is to change it to an alpha state, which is kind of that um, kind of zen feeling, like when you do feel relaxed and then there's other states of theta and delta. So delta is when we're in sleep, like we're in sleep, dream state. Um, you can get to all of mm-hmm. them as well, but that's when you – break the barrier from the subconscious to the subconscious. And that's when you start doing the most, like you said, you feel so in tune because you're actually in touch with your subconscious. So once you're in that alpha state, um, I quite often, so I meditate sitting up and I get the head nod. So my head goes all the way down. And then if anyone was looking Mm -hmm. at me, they'd be like, is she okay? Like, (laughs) because I can, I can, my body is asleep and my (laughs) mind is still calm and awake. Um, And it is, now again like mm-hmm. there's so much science behind it that it's like no this is a thing like this is actually really good for you and good to become so in tune with yourself and your higher self um and it's yeah meditating has been mm-hmm. f- a phenomenal change in my life because it has made me in tune with my emotions not just while I'm meditating though in like my everyday life I'm like oh there's that thought I'm just gonna let it go and just you know oh, it's phenomenal and and then like, yeah. this is the whole thing about spirituality and, and awakening and growing is once you start learning and practicing all these little things, you put them together and then you're just like, oh God, I'm, I'm godly. <laughs> like, like, like I'm this. Yeah. Yeah. You are. You're you exactly are right. Co- and it, it is amazing. And it's beautiful. Like it's actually amazing. And it's just pulling all those labels and social conditioning off you to allow your true essence to be there. Um, and it's it's a, not always an yes. easy journey, but it is beautiful and it is amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. And it just opens you up to so much, like, your way of thinking mm. that you have so many opportunities. Like, there's just so much ahead of you and, like, that you have around you. Like, you know, you just let go of all the limiting beliefs, all of the, you know, all of the things that we were, like you were saying, conditioned to when we were growing up. And it's just yes. the most amazing feeling that we feel free. We feel like so it is. free. Like we are like, <sighs> wow, <laughs> look what yeah, I can do. 100%. And look look just I like for me, the, the concept of being able to control your own thoughts is like a miracle because so many, but it's like, it's possible. Everyone, so many people do it. But what I mean by that is so many people feel like they're a the victim of their own thoughts. But when you start to take that power back and go, hang on, no, my mm. mind is there to serve me. I'm not serving it. And then you go, oh, my goodness. I, yeah. If you've lived 
with like anxiety or depression or any of these kind of things for your, like for a long period of your life. And then you go, Oh, holy, I can actually control this. Like what? And then you start doing it and then you're like, Oh my goodness, I'm seeing everything in such a different light because you negative vibration, negative labels and thoughts. And then you're allowing the room to, uh, to receive positive. And it's, yeah, it, it is amazing. And, any like anyone and everyone can exactly. do it that's the coolest thing about it but you just have they have to have the awareness and grow the awareness and yeah it's it's beautiful yeah but- a thought is a thought until you give it meaning that's all it is, right so no i i i love that it's it's just crazy like i like i feel so like exciting like my like i feel very high vibe right now talking to you about it because yeah it feels like i love it just, that's like, thing. You, you know on the same you- aligned page <laughs> yeah into your life and then it continues to grow and then it turns up like this gorgeous snowball not a deadly one like not a negative one a positive beautiful like snowball of your life and then you realize <laughs> that all those moments of now because every moment past and future was like past and present and future yes I can speak I'm not having an aneurysm um are all moments of now and then once you start to realize that it's all beautiful and yeah you high vibe like I love it and then you run off that high vibe so I know for me that I'll maintain this state of high vibe and positive feeling all day and that's why my coaching um yeah is called high vibes coaching like life coaching because because I'm like once you get into that ah. state then that's your life you're in a high vibration so it's yeah exactly right yeah. it's addictive and, why would you ever it, and it really that, is right? but in a good way like a yeah a change way it's lovely it's liberating yeah. really yeah oh this is like oh. this was such <laughs> this was such a good conversation like I feel just Thank you so much for reaching out because Same. I know and I'm I, so honestly excited like, for you to have me on <laughs> and like to again for us to connect because well because it is and then like you oh, build the stop. rapport and relationships and then what are we we're humans of connection are we not so it's it is lovely thank you so much oh of course and I um did you want to uh just let everybody know yeah. where they can find so, you um, what your I'm socials on Instagram are and... at the moment um yeah. so at, it's at high.vibes.lifecoaching um I'm sure I can send it through and it can be added to the show notes um and yeah if anyone yeah. is willing to yes, actually commit to change and start to living in a high vibrational and positive state and um stop being in that victimhood and start living in a life of creation then reach out I am actually taking one-on-one clients at the moment as well. I do have a few spots available. Um, and yeah, and I'm there and we have a Facebook group, which I can add you to, which is an amazing community and we can go from there. So, so, so amazing. Well, thank you so much again for joining me. And I just wish you so much like massive success to come your way. And I just know like you are just, you're making such a huge difference in the world and from what you've already done. Thank as well. you so and I much. I know that you're going to continue to do that. So yeah okay thank you so much thank you so much for listening to this episode of the self-love book podcast please don't forget to subscribe and also follow ricky on all of her socials um i will leave them down in the show notes so please don't forget to check that out um i hope you guys all have a great rest of your week and i'll talk to you next week bye guys